body. You are unbreakable with self-true love. These are the true words of Ph.D. scholar, self-love specialist, author, coach, certified trainer, certified mindfulness-based stress reduction teacher, and change consultant, Karamjeet Kaur, your self-love monthly radio host. She is here to give deeper insight on the magical world of self-love. Karamjeet is an Amazon Best Hot Release seller for her books. She has recently won the Runner-Up Inspiration Award from the Center of Excellence Org, UK. Let's welcome your self-love specialist host, Karamjeet Kaur. Hi there, everyone. Blessed day and blessed love to all. Welcome to Your Unbreakable with True Self-Love. And here is your self-love specialist, Karamjit Kaur. So how you been? How's life? And have you been practicing to love yourself? I really, really appreciate if you do, because here we require to vibrate more love from within, and let's begin with you and, of course, with me. So for today's show, my guest is Nigel Lavers. He'll be here in about 10 minutes. So before that, I'm just going to tell you today's topic title is Freedom with Self-Love. So if you've been following my show, I'm sure that I have, I'm sure that you've been listening to my information about self-love in many areas that how it works in our life. So today we're going to go deeper sense about the meaning of freedom and how does it works with self-love. Now, what is freedom? I'm very sure that everyone out there is looking for freedom of being themselves in every sense, through relationships, through work, through their expressions of creativity, and many ways. But you know what? There's always a limitation come across because the fear builds inside us due to our past mind of thinking that, you know, what we're good and what we are not good at. And that makes us um, limiting to express ourselves. Sometimes we know we are very good at this, but we fear to express it very freely to the world of being who we are. And it, it, it makes us to have the idea of doubt birth within us and that gives us a bit of restriction in hesitating to allow our vibration of being freedom of who we are to really give the best to others. So why the topic today of freedom with self-love? Because when you practice to love yourself, you're actually igniting the freedom of being who you are. You see, when we love ourselves through all the practices that you do, you actually giving birth each time to the real, beautiful, evolving personality vibration inside you. And when you do that, you receive ideas, you receive um, thoughts that make you think about dreams and desires that you wish to experience. And sometimes it's like immediately it comes with a stop at times like, oh, for example, I want to purchase a house of worth a few millions. It's like, oh, 
I can't do that because I don't have enough of money because of this and that. So we give to our own self the satisfactions of excuses that we can't achieve this dream. Now, you can achieve dreams when you love yourself by allowing yourself to vibrate the oneness with the law of universe to allow you to explore every moment that this dream can become true. You see, sometimes when you have desire and when you suppress it, it becomes a negative vibration. We do want that, right? Because when you suppress yourself, you are suppressing your true self-love. And it's like making you feel that you're not allowed to dream. You're not allowed to have these wishes come true. No, you are. You are allowed to have wishes come true, provided you work in oneness, loving yourself with the law of universe, with the divine power inside you, with a true self-ability to experience the truth of your life in every moment. So the freedom here today we're talking about is to align yourself with a true love and allow yourself to feel the unlimiting ability that you have, that you born with the right birthright, that you can be who you are, provided you allow yourself to be that. Okay? Now, as I was explaining that, why do we fear of freedoms? And some people say when you're being too free, then, you know, just give yourself expression. You may unintentionally hurt uh, people or nature or anything. So freedom comes with, of course, in a context of law of universe. Like if you take things from others, of course, life will take similar value back from you. So when you're being free to express yourself without hurting anyone, the same way lives give you this, the same back of value. So that is why it is so important that we practice the love inside us, to feel the love so great and being free about it. When you free freedom about it, you don't, love, don't doubt yourself of loving who you are. The same thing, when the ideas start giving birth in your mind, your heart will work along with it to make it true. And you'll be surprised. Sometimes along the way, you will see signs coming to you. You will see friends, or suddenly you have these uh, long-lost um, connections of, from another side of the world, decided to give you a hand to groom you for your freedom. So it could be anything. Why? Why this can happen? Because you have allowed yourself to receive the ability of being free, the truth of being who you are. You see, isn't it a very deep title that we're going to speak today? And it's amazing when you come to know that you are, you have the birthright to be free, and you are allowed to be free. It is easy. As long you work within yourself, inside you, and you know that you are free to be who you are. You see, for example, like myself, at the initial stage, I had problem to share 
um, self-love to people, let's say about 18 years ago. It's because this topic is like, you know, it's very lame or it's just been like selfish for many people. The idea beats in that, the idea beats in that way. So it took me some time and uh, along that journey, I had to face my doubts. I had to face disagreement. I had to face judgmental. I had to face many things. So, of course, I agree. That come to a stage where I was afraid to be free to be a self-love specialist. Now, how did I overcome this? I practice every moment in my life of those affirmations, mirror work, gratitude, the prayers, and all those things that I've been teaching around the world for the last 10 years, and I do it on me. And when I keep doing it, keep doing it, that allows me to be free and to be fearless. It gives the confidence of my own support to be who I am. Today where I'm standing, it's a wonderful moment of my life to see the growth from where I was and where I am. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Like, for example, um, recently I um, I had this uh, wonderful news uh, to do my own self-love assessment because I'm doing a PhD. And, you know, it didn't come across to my mind that I will be the one who um, giving birth to these new assessments, which will be used in lifetime by any researchers out there. So I was, you know, I was so shocked <laughs> and little like a little kid is like oh my god oh my god you know I was jumping and screaming it's because why when I initially started this PhD and I knew it's going to be so hard because there are not many journals um, in the world yet much on self-love and even if you do you'll find it so much related to selfish or narcissist so you have to prove in every sense <clears throat> excuse me you have to prove in any sense how important is self-love? So um, it's been reached to a stage that now um, I'm ready to get valid, you know, my assessments to get validated. And it's amazing. And, you know, amazing why? Because for somebody who never thought her dream, you know, could come true, no doubt, I knew I had a mission and vision to share self-love to humanity, but I never knew that this is going to impact even further scientifically. And um, I thought it's going to be so tough because, um, you know, in doing such a level of education, there's pros and cons and limitations. But somehow or other, loving myself and allow my ability to learn and to keep working on has opened up to receive this beautiful acknowledgement that is going to be useful to many out there. Yeah. So the freedom lies inside you that how you love yourself to give yourself the indications of accepting the unlimiting of your inner being. So the joy of loving you is to be free all the time and it's a fulfillment and satisfactions on all moments along the way even if you face challenges or you face circumstances situations people in life but you know your relationship with yourself stands at what level stands in that 
feeling that no one can take it away from you. It's all about you and yourself. Okay, so this is today the sharing. And then based on the same topic, we are going to welcome Nigel online. And uh, it's so exciting. He is a self-love coach and self-publisher as well. So we're going to congratulate him for his first book, Habits of Love. And he's been doing his work coaching one-on-one groups on love habits. So here we're going to welcome him to share his expert um, information, love habits, so you could learn more from him in loving yourself. Hello. Hi. Hi. Yes, hi, Nigel. Welcome. Welcome to your Unbreakable with True Self-Love. So, Nigel, please share us about you. Well, thank you so much for the introduction. I generously enjoyed your um, freedom of self-love introduction as well. I am um, a uh, self-love coach, as you said, and I'm um, also an author. My first book here, Habits of Love, um, like yours, is released through Amazon, and um, it's been on the market now for one month. It's a, um, a self-help categorized book that appeals to both men and women, and it's a small introduction to habits, as all of us need to have habits to survive, and we yeah. have a psychology behind them. And yeah. yet, my perspective and my take on wanting to help the community through uh, the use of habits is to give them the tools of love so that they can take any minor problems and turn them into major results with the measurement of love. The um, There's so much to talk about. It's such an incredible process to write a book. Um, I, I had the desire, you talked about the desire to reach dreams and you know, I've had a desire to reach this dream for years and years and couldn't ever understand how to put my words all together. But um, I realized as I was doing it, there was so much healing happening. Um, As compliments to my book, um, I was also, uh, I wrote um, some smaller books that I also offer within it that deal with healing from uh, traumas of the past and healing the inner child. And I know from my upbringing, I had some, uh, you know, triggers and uh, emotions that were, you know, of sadness that that were discovered through this process. So um, I... I realized that I wanted to protect myself and my family in some way uh, mm. because of the, the nature of this subject. So I used a pen name. And if anyone is right. familiar with a pen name, um, yep. it's a, a book name. So if anyone do, does look at the book, they'll find out that I use the name Dan Hartman, which is not my name, but um, it's very significant because... Um, I 
I have studied uh, uh, self-defense enough to understand that uh, in Asia, uh, anyone who receives a black belt will earn a dan or a certain dan, which is a designation of how many black belts or how many degrees. And so as I had to, and I recognize many also do, um, mm. find self-love after tremendous tremendous work to defend myself, not to feel selfish, not to mm. feel imprisoned by the past anymore, um, instead to feel completely in, in control of my life, capable of reaching my desires. The coaching mm. system is one of giving a dan of love to my students. So, um, and of course, the word Hartman uh, is just a play on words to the heart of a person coming from the heart. So that's that's the rationalization. And you inspired me in um, what you said, if I may, to read a little bit from my book. As, sure. Uh, you, hit, you hit on a per- perfect topic. Okay, it goes like this. When all of our lives we have spent our efforts in receiving the love from others, the idea of self-love can seem almost rebellious, almost as if taking us away from the others, almost as if it's somehow self-love is selfish. Mm. The truth is, however, far from this assumption. Self-love is the prerequisite to any form of love that we have talked about until now. Mm. Self-love is like the reserve from which we attempt to draw the love we give others. Yes. It's only when we love ourselves that we will ever be able to appreciate the true love that someone else showers upon us. In the absence of self-love, however, it's easy to get lost in the treacherous paths of love, mistaking even abuse to be love of some kind. It is only when we love ourselves will we be able to see when others are treating us wrongly And will we have the courage to say no to those behaviors? So there's uh, that. That's a small bit I wanted to share. The um, it's beautiful. uh, Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) It's really beautiful, and um, you well you said it very well. And you just remind me of my first book, Truly Love Me, uh, which is revised to Truly Love Within. So yeah, isn't it amazing when? You're connected here with me and you spoke about the true love, which I've been like sharing for the last 15 years as well. So it shows that how our minds are linked, even we're so far apart and even we like, you know, our DNA is not connected and we come from different, uh, different background of nature and etc. But still, in this context, as you're speaking, and as I know that is the truth of that, and so it goes with me, you know. So, isn't it amazing that we, being in you know, a human, even we have not seen physically and all that, but how connecting it is? I was just listening to you. I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Yes, please go on. And it's really nice to hear uh, more about uh, your work. And uh, I, before you go on, I have one question to ask you. You were saying that um, the minute when you find out yourself of loving and, um, and then you were going through some healing process, would you like to share to us that um, what sort of 
the healing process that make you connect more within and uh, a, a little example that if you don't mind to share what were you facing and how how did that love inside you transform I am a 40 year old man now and uh, I still wrote a little bit about my inner child because mm-hmm. uh, there were plenty of instances in my life when uh, I learned that some of my instinctive behaviors, as well as others, a lot of us learn our instincts from when we were children. Mm. My background uh, is in gymnastics, and I went to engineering school. I very well Whoa. accomplished, but um, I did have some uh, normal, you know, uh, fights with my parents and with my brother mm. and. So uh, I'm not a perfect person at all, but I had to learn to uh, do that introspection to find the inner peace and the appreciation for my own intuition to acknowledge where self-love should come from. And I took lots of exercises to get to communicate effectively with my mother in particular because Mm -hmm. Karamjeet, she, she also in her youth, uh, was raped by her father, my grandfather. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was a, my father, as I was growing up, was uh, an alcoholic. He became an alcoholic in his late 20s and um, has been one ever since. He's, he's still alive, but mm-hmm. um, there, there are definitely uh, triggers and uh, instinctive reactions that I and maybe others who could identify as such would recognize that originate from Mm. my youth, you know, from those early years when my parents were, you know, caregivers for me. Mm. And I love Mm -hmm. very much. I love my parents very much. They gave me my name as it is. And I honored Mm -hmm. my name uh, through the audio book. If you look, Mm -hmm. uh, I am the audio book narrator, but, um, uh, Yes. The, for, for instance, the healing that took place for me uh, was to identify how um, intergenerational trauma does pass down from parents to children. Yet yes. to, triumph, to triumph, to see what growth my mother has done and her freedom that she has found mm. relative to herself is um would would make me jealous because of the circumstances she had to um deal with yes to live through and Mm. recognizing my own power to find the freedom to choose my future enabled me to put this um incredible bunch of uh research together into my book and Mm -hmm. i took Experience I, I had from my marriage. I'm now divorced, but uh, okay. and I understand how this significance is really um, astounding. How we all fail the same way, uh, mm. regardless of who we are. We all have to go through the mystery of sex, and so intimate relationships are important in recognizing what it is for self-love to be recognized as a, mm. uh, uh, you know, 
to me, a seven-stage process. And I have a seven steps of self-love designation for anyone who wants to reach the real um, pinnacle of the practice of self-love, which is self-realization. And I begin to get there by starting with self-care. Anyone decides to have a relationship with themselves will start with self-care. And that's Mm. a form of communication with yourself, acknowledging that you are who you are. That means that, you know, we can have empathy for ourselves and compassion for ourselves. And that's that's the beginning of self-love. So the whole process has as a second step self-love, but we have to acknowledge the instincts. We have to acknowledge our sexual instinct, our sense of smell, our sense of taste and touch. Those instincts, that's what governs who we are. And to mm. love ourselves starts with knowing those. But to observe them is the third step of self-observation. And that's when we can recognize thoughts and, and emotions and moods that sometimes get triggered from certain scenes. Mm. That is is obvious and we've discovered self-observation we can start to form a self-image and that like you said is in the dream sense of being able to see who i want to be who you want to be is unique to you and your ability to do so is your self-image and a lot of a lot of us look at children and we say what do you want to be when you grow up and that's a beginning exercise that everyone has probably done but Mm, yes it leads to self-worth Because when we value our life, when we value our decisions and we recognize a little bit more than children do that we have a limited lifespan, then Mm. we have to choose. We can only live one life. So to have a value designates a self-worth and it's essential to develop self-worth to make self-love turn into a whole life for us because uh, we will will find defeats, we'll find issues. And we have to handle the challenge of depression and, uh, you know, circumstances that are difficult. And that's why after self-worth, we have to have some self-respect because everyone is learning. And the learning process is one that means we have to make mistakes. We have to tolerate the, um, the blindness we all have. And, and, uh, and it's, it's great to have self-respect because it means that uh, we engender a spirit for ourselves and others that says, you know, it's okay. I am making my way forward and I can learn new things. And that ultimately leads to the purpose-driven life of absolute fulfillment, which is self-realization. Right. Mm. And in, in, in circumstances when uh, we are realizing the incredible coincidence or serendipity of uh, all of the self-love work we're doing, self-realization is amazingly empowering. And yep. uh, it's, it's a very intuitive. It's a gut feeling. Uh, it's very lighthearted. It's a sense of being that is uh, incredibly, um, you know, it appreciates itself. And it's, it's available to everyone. Awesome. So, yeah. It's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And most importantly, I would really like to say thank you so much for sharing such personal experience of yours with your family, especially with your mom. I have a question on that sense, like um, 
you know, when you came to know about your mom's background in her past, and how old were you? Well, it took my mother a long time to come to speak about her past, um, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until um, after my marriage, in fact. <laughs> so only about oh, really? uh, yeah, only about nine years ago did she explain that to me. Now she's oh, a my God. She, yeah. My grandfather is um, he. I only met him a couple times when I was a baby. Um, mm-hmm. he, he died of liver cancer, but uh, mm-hmm. she spoke well of him and, and had praised him. So it, it was mm-hmm. a very um, diabolical courage. situation. Yes, she had to face the courage, no doubt. And I, I, I express this in many ways uh, in, in my understanding now that unless she had the, cur- the clarity of circumstances of who she wanted to be and who she was, she wouldn't be able mm-hmm. to have the cur- courage as I think a third part yes. of of understanding ourselves uh, along with confidence. So I have a, a generous relationship with my mother about confidence, but mm. um, when to courage, it, it takes years and years to be able to use the words uh, that we mm. all know we have to express yes. ourselves. As you said, self-expression is uh, a magnanimous love. Uh, it's, mm. It has no sense. It's an incredible... Uh, illustrative reality that uh, we have to work on it to do it, and it's so rewarding when we do. Uh, yep. And yet, it will it will evoke emotions we didn't know we had. And yeah. so, uh, yes, uh, there are uh, personal uh, natured things that everyone has that are locked inside of us. That with self love practice, we can transform any limiting beliefs about ourselves to make dreams, not just to achieve them, but as I write in my book, we should make goals as high as possible because even though they don't feel possible, as soon as we achieve just one, then all of the other goals will feel possible. And that is the glory of love itself. Now on a side note, Karamjeet. Your last name is Carr. I have, yeah, uh, I hear. Uh, yes, I have a funny um, uh, uh, perspective on love that you may not recognize, you may not. My, my last name, Lavers, is, a, uh, is famous in the world of tennis. And so tennis huh. has, yeah, uh, it, it's a little different. I have an S on my name, but uh, Laver, there's a Laver Cup and the uh, Many, many famous tennis players all over the world will compete for the cup. And what this cup represents is, is, uh, is love. It's a score in tennis that is, is representative, representative of uh, the beginning. It's representative of the starting point where um, in the game of, uh, you know, either the youth who are just getting into love and self-love, or the elderly who enjoy, uh, you know, getting the ball in the court, so to speak. Um, I use love in in both perspectives as, you know, an emotional expression, yet also in the sport of um, engaging our intuition, where, Uh like, it's the beginning score, it's a 0-0. So all we have to do is acknowledge love exists, and then we can go and uh, get in the game and put the ball in the court and be, uh, be comfortable 
moving from there. And equality that this idea, in my mind, and uh, some of my students get inspired about, is that if they come from traumatic past, if you come uh-huh. from uh, any triggered environments of narcissism or gaslighting or um, mental and physical sexual abuse, uh, uh-huh. finding, finding love as equal, where it, there is no advantage uh, over one, one over the other of uh-huh. who is more capable. It's the beginning, and so it's an enjoyable start to, uh, to get involved, to, um, you know, uh, uh, pursue, you know, the, a future of, of opportunity. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. So we're going to have a, just a short break, Nigel, and we'll be back shortly. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Do you feel too much going on? Life is getting harder or you just gave up to feel love in you? To get your positive inspiration, here is Life is a Gift, Loving You, is written by Karamjeet Kaur, Ph.D. scholar, self-love specialist. Get a copy of Karamjeet's book from Amazon.com. This is her first anthology book, compiled with 19 authors around the world. You will feel inspirations from co-authors, self-love stories of this book. Life is a gift. Loving you can help you to revise your belief towards life with tools and methods given in the book. This is the perfect book for self-empowerment, especially as we are facing the pandemic or any challenges. Loving you is your bliss, says Karamjeet Kaur. Get your copy from Amazon today. Hi, welcome back, and uh, here is my guest, Nigel Lovers, and it's amazing to hear him sharing about Habits of Love, his book, and also his coaching program, Love Habits. <clears throat> Sorry, a bit clearing my throat since just now. <laughs> okay, Nigel, so you were sharing about your healing process and plus um, about how you work the self-love and the love amazingly. I really connect to every word that you say, and it's such an inspiring to know, you know, like that many of us are doing small bit of ourselves in our sense to contributing to to the energy of love in the life, in the world, in our relationships. So I want you to share more in regards to your work as um, maybe you can give us some example of, um, like you were saying, the seven steps. So how... Did you work in groups, and is there anyone that has come across that made themselves love so empowered, and they came and tell you that this is awesome, Nigel? I wish I've known this. So, would you like to share any of this experience? <clears throat> sure. Um, I, I uh, you know, there's actually three parts to my my uh, my program. Um, mm-hmm. It ends with I, I abbreviate it as BLA, so mm-hmm. it begins with cycle of behavior. Um, and the reason I describe it this way is because we have to acknowledge our our biology and our psychology and the way of of survival. Um, mm-hmm. Since uh, once we get cognizant of ourselves, there's an expectation that we're, we understand ourselves. Now, what we you know what I describe as the cycle of behavior is that uh, we have to get down into understanding ourselves before we can rise up. 
And yep. if we try to if we try to rise up first, thinking ourselves too wise, then we'll end up stumbling on the very potent instinct of sex. And um, I, I know the the sensitivity of the subject is one that isn't uh, shouldn't be ignored, but uh, easily uh, handled with the seven steps of self love, knowing mm-hmm. how. Um, we have habits and we have structures and routines. And so what my students praise about the process is that um, uh, it's a, a qualifying measure of identifying empathy for themselves to form an identity, to have a sense of feeling of soul. And that's the habit formation process of initiation, learning, okay. and stability. When love is applied to the habit formation process, then we mm-hmm. start to generate a relationship with ourselves. And yep. the relationship becomes one complete with intimacy, commitment, and passion. And the balance yep. of those three components, when managed and integrated, is also seven parts of a relationship. So it translates perfectly from the seven stages of love or seven practices of self-love into uh, into the relationship, which is um, a, pub- a, a work published by uh, Robert Sternberg. And mm-hmm. from there, I take this, my students through the self-actualization engine. And like self-realization, self-actualization is <coughs> the, um, the perpetual motion of realizing the ability to observe yourself day over day, month over month, and applying the energy found with this initiation into action. And the cycle of behavior, as you described in your words, is, you know, begins with desire. And I know very much you're saying that repressed desire you know, turns into foul moods and jealousy and, and, and uh, other, um, you know, traits that aren't beneficial. And af- after desire, I describe we all have a will, which is a decisive part of our interest in wanting to do anything. <laughs> so if there's only one thing I want uh, more than others, I have a will to go and do it. But there's a part, there's a part of us where we might be stuck between desire and will for very long. And that's the fantasy. That's the part of life of fantasy of ruminating in our minds what we want to do. And uh, some people call it indecision, but whether or not it's wrong isn't necessarily uh, a problem. As people dream for years and years, and that's a good practice. So but to put things into action is obviously the third part where uh, we indeed are willing to go in and get our, desire, our desires met. Now, yeah, yeah. Right. usually what happens is we'll find a result. And again, I use the terms from tennis because any result we get is either going to be an advantage to our circumstances or not. And the complete understanding of self-actualization is how it's important as humans, as, as men and women, as couples, as singles, 
that we find advantage in our life to achieve our desires. Circumstances are <clears throat> sometimes, and we can get what we want. But when we're stuck with triggers and resentments, as some of my uh, students tell me, they are unable to get into a relationship because they're triggered by a past abuse. Um, they're mm-hmm. unable to um, hold a job because their pressure is triggering them into anger and foul moods. So yep. the understanding of acknowledging the self-actualization engine, so the third part is that it takes about two months to form a new habit, to change an old habit to a new one. And many people try and fail to institute the resolve to earn the stripe of getting that better path formed. So what the self-actualization engine is, is a faith through the practices of love, a love of yourself, to use references like habits and, and checkpoints like exercises of journaling and, like you said, mirror work, affirmations, uh, yeah. composing... Uh, I even recommend uh, blogs and vlogs. So having a message up on a on an Instagram or a Facebook and uh, getting involved with people in in the right environment allows us to uh, actualize our intentions and uh, become goal, goal setters and goal achievers. The yes, correct. The, the praise of this system uh, is found when uh, some students will say that uh, there is no one thing said in the book about what to do because it's about self-realization. It's about you discovering within yourself what makes you ready to say these new words, to speak <coughs> this way. Um, yeah. And so a lot of the principles are universal. Okay, so, um, well, it's a very great explanation. I'm sure everyone um, out there is going to understand. The aim of every self-love is, of course, the self-actualizations, which is realizations. Basically, it's all to realize who you are truly, right? So it's amazing, all your work, and um, I'm sure this is going to help a lot more people out there, especially that you know and you understand so truly. And amazingly, your background is so, wow, it comes from um, your self-defense and plus you have experience, you love sports, and that makes you a really competent person to give the best and empower others because it's really building inside you, Nigel, and I can sense it. So I'm really blessed to know you. And um, I really, really wish you a lot more of uh, good work out there and really spread out more selfless because the more that we are out there together empowering love, we are actually in helping the environment, the nature to its truth, origin's truth. Yeah. So I'm sure you agree with me that we come from the love background, right? So um, the end of the day, it's like somehow or other, the past is not only in our relationships or family, but also the past of a belief system, the past is how the society has been built up, so a lot of fears as triggers along the way, and love becomes a bit of expensive. 
Am I right or wrong, Nigel? <laughs> yes, there's uh, <laughs> there's a cost that is re- very very relevant to the the longevity of our decision to adopt practices of self love, and that yeah. there's uh, uh, different stages of life where we'll face uh, different battles of uh, the, between the the instinct and the heart, because uh, we have to go through the brain, we have to go through the mind, and the mind is always analyzing and always changing one day to the next. Um, I was, I was very uh, fortunate to experience a level of compassion that is rare yet also uh, not unheard of in how I employed in my business as a, uh, I I ran a construction business, uh, a convicted murderer who uh, was very good at carpentry and he told me his story and it was obviously very uh, difficult to swallow and hear. But mm-hmm. of like you say, if we aren't ready to pay the price of, of real compassion, we will be tested yeah. in ways we won't be. So, Correct. yes, this individual um, who, uh, you know, had his time in jail uh, was very uh, repentant and naturally uh, had to deal with the triggers of his past, which mm. no doubt unique to him but I know the significance of what you're saying is that you know jealousy would have us think that you know the cost of love is uh, uh, isn't isn't much but uh, ultimately it's everything so the yeah. I, I'm very appreciative of, of being able to come come onto the show because um, I, I I've learned to express this fact in different ways uh, I have a nephew now and I'm very pleased to be able to uh, be proud of, of his birth and uh, I hope to um, you know adopt attitudes of myself of remarrying naturally uh, because I think that's the right attitude for for me and uh, in, a, in the short term uh, it doesn't mean that um, there aren't avenues of, of self-growth that uh, will enable me to feel more love for myself too I'm sure you will because um, as you love yourself so much and you're practicing and, you know, that's where, um, because my story is this, that I was looking for true love since I was a little girl because I lost my mom and stuff like that. So with all the um, sexual abuse and mental and emotional along the way, of course, um, I understand where you're coming from. My first marriage failed, but I'm very blessed to have a kid and I'm remarried again. But along the way, <clears throat> thanks to divine call and I found out that you have to love yourself first <clears throat> sorry in order for you to experience the love from others so um, even coming from the uh, second relationship that I have that's has, has groomed me even more to understand the inner being of mine wants me to learn how to be myself in expression and the same way to respect the others in every sense so um, I'm very grateful that to sharing this to you, I'm very sure that you are going to find, or probably you are, you, know, you never know, there could be anyone in your circle that is actually vibrating the same love to you. Yeah. So I really hope um, you will meet that woman and make you complete you. <laughs> that will be my <laughs> blessing for you. Sure. Absolutely, thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'd like to apologize because today my throat is a bit funny. 
So along the way, I have to like, um, um, um. <laughs> okay, so we have come to the end of the show, um, Nigel. I just want you to share your last words, what you would like to share to people out there about more on inspiration of self-love. Anyone who is uh, <laughs> praying or, or on the edge of finding out what is the best thing for them to do should um, realize within themselves that we all have the same power to manifest a future with the uh, heart of a champion, with the heart of pure uh, love, and should do so with practice. Uh, There is no perfect uh, definition of what love is for anyone, but there is a perfect sense of practice. So we can... um, we can uh, get into the groove and use the faith that um, uh, there is actually some some recognition out there, like you say, a twin soul or another half for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, uh, that uh, we should appreciate what our parents have given us through yep. the, the reality of our birth from them, um, regardless of the circumstances the the immaculate nature we all have of our existence is to be cherished. Beautifully said, Nigel. I really, really wish you all the best and um, maybe we would love to have you again next time so you could give more insight of another side of self-love after experiencing another phase of life because the more we share of our work to others, the more inspired others to be and really understand what's the meaning of self-love, whether it's all about image, or excuse me, it's all about the image that portrays, or it's you got to look good, but it's all, pure, it's all within us. So I'd like to thank you again for your time. I'd like to thank you for connecting to me and uh, wishing you all the best for your books and coming on books as well. Yeah. So thank you so much, yeah. Nigel. Wishing You're you less love. To come again, and all love to you too. <laughs> yes, take care and um, blessed. Thank you. Bye. Thank. You. Bye. Okay, before we end the show, I'm just gonna go for a short break, and we'll be right back. Loving yourself is your bliss, says author Karamjeet Kaur, self-love specialist. To know her story on how self-love transformed her life, get her copy of her book today at Amazon, Truly Love Within. Truly Love Within is a true self-love story, possibilities, and self-help book. Basic self-love tools are given that can help you to love you more and receive amazing change in your life. You are possible always with self-love. Welcome back. Thank you for uh, listening to You Are Unbreakable with True Self-Love. So we have really come to the end of the show. just like to say... Today, it's very wonderful that we hear from Nigel Levers about his work and his experience on loving himself and sharing it to many people out there. So, yes, you can hear from him that how is it all about when to relating to yourself and connecting to your inner self that brings out the best of you and also moving forward with your life to face whatever difficulties, challenges, 
or um, decisions that makes you hold up that, you know, maybe you're not perfect for this, but actually everything that's happening to you uh, or to me, it's all about us evolving for our next level. So life will keep showing us the signs, showing us things that where we need to move on, where we need to let go, where we need to enjoy and etc. So loving yourself gives you so much of inspiration. So by being free of knowing who you are, gives you the freedom of being you all the time. My sharing today is learn to love yourself so you do not tighten up yourself to just limiting to your beliefs that you can't do this, you can't have that. You can. You can have those things that you wish to experience by love, truly love, feel the love and cherish it and welcome it and allow it in such, such, such way that you know that you are having the voltage of amazing unlimited energy inside you of that love and just inspire you because wherever you go, you just feel the surge of happiness inside you. It doesn't matter that, you know, when you come to a space that, oh, I only need to be happy because something is also happening. No, you can always be the happy person inside you the way you are. So this is the next topic of next month is all about happiness engaging with the real you. So happiness engaging with the real you, I'm sure we all are always would like to be in the happy mode. But there are always also moments that gives you the down. So look up for my next month topic, happiness with the real you. And uh, we will have our next guest. So I would sure that it's going to be another interesting show. And um, well... It's all about loving ourselves. We learn to love every day in our life. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. And I wish you a lot of love, big hugs. Keep rowing the boat of loving you. Never give up. Never, 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 never give up the way you are. <laughs> okay, so signing off right now yourself, love specialist. Thank you. Blessing love. Tata. Till we meet again.